this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. Black holes are like omnivores. They'll eat anything in their way if it gets close enough, including planets, stars, clouds of gas, or some very unfortunate intergalactic travelers. Not that it really gets hungry and goes after space objects. It simply swallows whatever comes nearby. It stretches giant space bodies until they're thin, like spaghetti, and rips them apart atom by atom. A black hole is a huge amount of matter that comes in a very small package. It's like you squeeze a star 10 times bigger and more massive than the sun into a small area with the diameter of New York City. You get an extremely massive, compact, and dense pit with gravity so strong, not even light can escape. Not even another black hole. They don't have a fixed point in space. Stars, planets, asteroids, comets, black holes, and everything in the universe is in constant motion. That's why things get so chaotic from time to time. Researchers found a giant black hole at the heart of one galaxy being eaten by an even bigger one. A black hole can get extremely big. At the centers of most giant galaxies are black holes that can grow millions to billions of times the mass of our sun. One of the ways to become so big is by eating others of its kind. A black hole merging with another black hole is one of the most energetic and powerful things in the universe. Picture this. 1.3 billion years ago, two black holes are circling around each other. The bigger one pulls the smaller black hole inwards, and now they're locked together in a spiral. Through time, that orbit starts decaying, but very, very slowly. These two black holes are constantly getting closer and closer. As they approach one another, the disks of orbiting dust and gases that surround them mix and create an intense towering vortex. It extends and goes pretty high above the center of that disk. At some point, they finally merge into one extra big, supermassive black hole. As they're merging, they kick out gravitational waves. These waves tell us a lot about black holes, but they can't reveal their precise position. So, scientists need some electromagnetic signal that will find the black hole's location, like radio waves, x-rays, or a flash of light. We can't see black holes, but we can detect their effect on space objects that are surrounding them. When a black hole passes through a cloud of matter, its strong gravity will pull matter inward. If a star or a planet comes close enough, the same will happen. The attracted matter then accelerates, which means starts to move very quickly and heats up. The black hole then starts emitting X-rays that radiate in the area surrounding it. The energy of X-rays affects the neighborhood and can, for example, spur the growth of new stars. And finally, BAM! They collide! It's a massive burst of energy, one of the biggest bangs ever since the Big Bang. In less than a second, 
that collision emitted more energy than all of the stars in the visible universe together at the same time. Black holes can become huge, but not necessarily. Stellar mass black holes have a mass similar to the Sun, and they can be very small. The one scientists found in 2019 is located 10,000 light-years away from us and is only 12 miles across. They really have a reputation for destruction, but black holes are just another source of gravitational force, similar to stars. That means it's possible for a space body to orbit them, if it moves fast enough, of course. Let's say there's a black hole with the same mass as the Sun. The speed a space body would have to move at is the same as the one needed to orbit our Sun, if the distance is the same. That's a theory. In reality, planets don't really orbit black holes, because those that have a mass similar to our parent star are mostly the remnants of giant stars that ran out of nuclear fuel and eventually exploded. That's how black holes are created in the first place. And chances are that none of those planets nearby will survive it. But 30 years ago, scientists discovered the first planets beyond our solar system. These planets were found orbiting a pulsar, which is also some sort of supernova remnant. We don't know how they survived the explosion of their parent star. It's possible they may have been created after the destruction from debris that formed after the explosion. Scientists even have a theory that black holes are possibly wormholes, something like tunnels to other galaxies. That means they don't destroy objects they swallow, but send them somewhere. The theory says the object that enters and then goes out on the other side leaves the tunnel through something opposite of the black hole, a white hole. It probably looks similar to its companion, with all that spinning and similar mass. There could be a ring of gas and dust around the event horizon. The event horizon is the point of no return, the part of a black hole where nothing escapes. Unlike a black hole, a white hole lets light and all the matter leave, but none of that will be able to enter the portal once again. About 50 years ago, Stephen Hawking realized that black holes leak energy. Scientists then developed the theory that a white hole could be born out of a black hole. They're still not sure how the black hole disappears, but in this scenario, it would grow so small, it no longer can have such strong gravity that makes it swallow other objects. So, it might turn into a white hole then. Such a hole would be similar in mass to something really light, like human hair. It wouldn't be so dramatic as its black hole ancestor, but it would still hide mysteries in its interior, the information of all space objects it had swallowed previously. It would eventually spit out that information and get so big, it would dominate the universe. White hole behavior, opposite of black holes and all that sucking the matter inward, could be compared to the Big Bang explosion, where the universe is expanding and new objects are forming. But even if something like this happens, it may only be possible trillions of years from now. And there's an issue. Even if some big white holes did form somewhere in space, they probably wouldn't last too long. Outgoing objects would collide with the matter in orbit, so the whole system would collapse and turn into a black hole once again, since they're also formed after supernova explosions. Stars, asteroids, comets, galaxies, and planets, all those space things we can see, make up nearly 5% of the universe. About 25% could be dark matter, a mysterious substance we can't actually see, 
but assume it's there because everything in the universe moves to its gravitational tune. This dark matter is kind of like a spider's web. It holds all those galaxies that move pretty fast together. Its evil twin is called antimatter. Antimatter particles are like the opposite version of the matter, the same mass but opposite electric charge. When they collide, antimatter wipes out the regular matter, and the result is pure energy. Dark matter probably makes the universe expand even faster than it used to do. One of the latest theories says it could be responsible for the huge asteroid strike that made the dinosaurs go extinct, too. The universe doesn't have a center, but galaxies do. The Earth makes a circle around the center of the Milky Way once every 250 million years. This orbit is not straightforward, but we can roughly predict it. Once in every 60 million years, we go through the crowded region of our galaxy, known as the galactic disk. At the same time, we can track some harsh mass extinctions in the history of our planet, including the asteroid that wiped out the dinosaurs about 66 million years ago. Professor Rampino from New York University proposes that dark matter has a gravity that could throw nearby space bodies into the Earth's path whenever we enter the galactic disk. That means some asteroids and comets that would usually be far away from us are flung towards our planet. The biggest thing in the universe, at least the one we know about, is the Hercules Corona Borealis Great Wall. It's a cluster of galaxies 10 billion light years across, bound together by gravitational force. The biggest elliptical galaxy is IC1101 and has a diameter of 4 million light years. The smallest galaxy, Segway 2, we've discovered so far, has a diameter of a little bit over 220 light years. It's pretty faint and has only 1,000 stars. For comparison, our galaxy has 100,000 million stars. It orbits the Milky Way.